Good morning. It's another beautiful sunny in the old Pueblo. You are listening to KTDT Tucson. And we want to thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week we have Crystal Popoff. She's the owner of the L Office Suites on the second floor of the former Chicago Music Store. We're going to find out how the pandemic has temporarily and perhaps permanently changed how we office. Today is December 12th. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems that everyone should know about. From A Mountain to you, Arizona, and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or your Android if you uh, head over to your app store and get the Downtown Radio Tucson app. And then it'll be wherever you go, we're there for you. If you want to reach us on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can use that URL to find all of our past episodes. You can hit us up on social media with Facebook and Instagram, or you can uh, listen to our podcast just about anywhere podcasts can be found. That includes asking your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast, and that should pop right up there. Well, we are into the middle of December. We are just a couple of weeks away from the big, the big day where the big man himself flies around the world to drop off toys to all of those boys and girls around the globe. And we are very fortunate because we have found out that he... Mr. Santa Claus himself will be in Tucson in preparation for his, uh, his journey. He's going to be at the Ch- Southern Arizona Transportation Museum. That is uh, right there on, uh, uh, right next to the Maynard's restaurant in the historic train depot on Toole. And uh, he is part of the Holiday Express. That's coming up this Saturday, the 18th. It's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., you're going to have an opportunity to take some photos with Santa. And don't forget, uh, if you've been to the Transportation Museum, or if you've heard us talk about it, they have a really cool steam engine on display there, old 1673. That is also available for photos, and it's a great opportunity for some of the youngsters and maybe some of us oldsters to uh, climb on an old steam engine. It's a fun, uh, fun experience. You can uh, also go into the Transportation Museum itself and explore the exhibits that are there, most of them. A lot of them are interactive, so there's different ways for you to uh, to engage with the exhibition there. And then there will be a reading of the Polar Express. While you're there, there'll be some holiday music. Maybe you can write a letter to Santa. Arts and crafts, all kinds of good stuff. That's at the Southern Arizona Transportation Museum, 414 North Tool. Next Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, actually the 18th, from 10 to 3. And now our guest today is Crystal Popoff. She opened up the L offices, a co-working space in the midst of the pandemic. And uh, we wanted to find out from her how things have been going and uh, how the pandemic maybe has influenced officing now and in the future. Hi, I'm Crystal Popoff and I own the L offices and we are a shared office space, co-working and wellness center in downtown Tucson. So a shared office space, which opened in the midst of a pandemic. Tell me a little bit about how that happened. 
Yes, we did. Well, the project started in 2019. Um, we signed for the building um, to lease the, the space um, in 2019 uh, with a projection projection to open actually in March of 2020. That was our opening date. Um, and so it was interesting that construction kept getting delayed at the beginning of 2020. Um, January and February, and I thought this is going to be the worst possible scenario if we're opening in the middle of the summer in Tucson. Like, this just can't happen, and, you know, that that would be the worst. Um, and then COVID hit, and I realized opening in the summer isn't as bad as opening in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> but, um, no, we had a lot of construction delays in 2020, um, which was actually a blessing because I didn't take over lease until uh, construction was done. So we had elevator delays and all these delays, um, which pushed us to opening still, I would say, in the middle of the pandemic, but um, in February of 2021. Well, and, and part of the reason I wanted to talk to you is not just because of the cool things that you're doing, but the cool space in which you uh, you occupy. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, the building and the history of that building. Yeah, we're in, I think, the coolest building downtown. Um it's the former Chicago music store. We took over the top floor of that building as long as well as the top floor of Gus Taylor, which is right next to it. Um, this building was built in 1903 uh, for LA Furniture Company. Um, and so it is a very old building and it feels old when you're in it. Um, and we kept as much of the history as we could. In fact, in the front of it, it still says Chicago Music Store. They were here for so many years, um, and we don't plan on taking that down. Uh, we just kind of added our space um, into the building, and then we modernized our space with the furniture choices and the colors and, and that, but we tried to keep the history of the building. And I'll tell you a funny story uh, that uh, there was a guy in here. Our elevator kept breaking. In fact, we got a couple of people stuck in the elevator, but the elevator kept breaking. And this uh, elevator guy that used to, he's a former police officer. He's been working for the elevator company for a while. He said he was in the basement and watching the elevator and taking some notes and a bucket flipped over and he turned around and looked at this bucket and he said, how would this bucket fall over? That's really weird. And he went over there. He said, I'm not freaked out by much. And he said, he set the bucket up and turned around, went back to the elevator, was sitting there doing more. And again, the bucket flipped over. So oh he swears goodness. the basement could have maybe some ghosts down there. Well, the, we blame it on the Chicago music store. There've been a lot of people in that, in that building. So it was a furniture yeah. store. I know it was a JC Penney for a while. It was. And then yep. the, the Chicago music store. And, and, and you never know what, what type of uh, celebrities and musicians have uh, sauntered through those doors there. That's right. I, I think um, they've been really nice to us, though, because we have a pretty cool vibe space. I think so, too. I, I uh, definitely uh, spent a lot of time in there. For full disclosure, I do have an office in the, uh, the L space there. I do my creative work. Mm -hmm. I feel it's 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 very conducive to me to be in that space with that that uh, history. It helps with this show and other projects that I'm working on. So I definitely like the vibe. But it's not just about um, a cool building. You you've your history is is what you you graduated from the the U of A, but then you left us for a while, right? I did. Yeah, I graduated from the U of A in 2004 um, from the College of Engineering, and I immediately got a job in Phoenix. So I lived up in the Phoenix area and Scottsdale area for about seven years. I decided I wanted to work for myself. 
went off on my own, own so I know kind of what it's like to be a, a new entrepreneur with uh, very little income <laughs> and just trying to look professional and feel professional and get support professionally um, and being on your own. Um, until you jump into that entrepreneurship with, with no support uh, really around you, um, you don't know what you're in for. And so I became part of a, uh, I became a member of other co-working space. So I had a co-working space in Phoenix. I also moved to Chicago for a few years. I had a co-working space there. And ultimately that space is really what helped create this space. So it was, it was just a coincidence, Tom, that uh, we moved into the Chicago music store since my inspiration for the space was the co-working space that I was in in Chicago. So it's cool. So we kept the theme. We call it the L offices is the elevated train. And uh, we have the loop is the office area. So we've got a lot of Chicago ties here. We've got a beautiful um, mural on the front. And uh, we, we love to keep that Chicago theme. But yes, who that did, was the inspiration for the space. Yeah. Who did your mural? Ashley White. Okay. She's done a lot of murals downtown and she's fabulous. She, and she did all of our gold lettering on our offices, which is beautiful. The gold leaf lettering. Um, and she painted all the fun stuff in the space as well. She's amazing. So let's talk a little bit about the services because, again, this is um, it's a new world for me. When I started thinking about co-working, I just assumed we were sharing office space or whatever the case may be. But uh, it's a little bit more in depth than that. So how do you cater to this uh, to this audience, this entrepreneurial audience? Yeah. So this was really important that I cater to the brand new person, whether it's a remote worker, right, that, that needs something out of their house. I mean, Tom, I have three kids under five and a dog. There is no way that I get anything done at home. And so for me, even if I was an employee but worked remotely, I, I need to get out of my house. And it's a change of mindset. I mean, you know, when I'm home, I like to snack all day. I mean, just, just the whole thing. So <laughs> going into an office space is really important. But I wanted the membership levels or the people officing here um, to start at a reasonable price point. So we have a full-time, what we call a hopper for two sixty nine dollars a month that they can pay that monthly and use this as our office Monday through Friday. Um, and they, they still have access to our amenities. We have, we have amenities that no other co-working space in Tucson has. Um, they have full access to our gym. We have a coffee bar. Uh, we have a golf simulator. We have um, lots of different things um, in the space to keep them active, to keep them um, basically balanced in their life. Um, but yeah, our, our entry point is 269. And then we have people uh, like yourself that want a private office. You know, they want to come in here and be able to close the door. I'm very fancy. I'm very, I'm very fancy. I have to have a private office. Yeah, <laughs> we love we love having you here. And your office is awesome. And um, yeah, so private office, so you can close the door. Um, and then we have team offices. Um, and we have a few, we actually, we may not have any of those left, but the team offices are really neat that you can get three to four people in there. So you can either share costs or here's what we're seeing. This is, this is a piece that I think will change from the pandemic going forward is we have companies that are sponsoring or basically giving their employees stipends to get their own office space. So there's a company out of Australia that had a massive office up on Oracle and they just don't need that much space. Some of their people want to work remotely, but some of their people either can't work remotely or they need that kind of team environment 
um, where they they're collaborating in person. And so they've just, we're just working out, um, a, a membership for them to take over six of our office spaces. So it's, it's a massive company that's now placing their employers into the shared office space. And I think, I think we'll see a lot of that going forward. Yeah, that was going to be my, my sort of my next question on this is, is how, how has, you know, you entered this business with a certain mindset based upon your experience. And then obviously the pandemic, which we're all uh, finding our way through. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's one example. Are there others of, of how you think the, the working environment, especially like in an urban area might change? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, companies are allowing people to go remote, um, more than ever. Um, but there's just some things you can't do, uh, as well remotely. I think one of the things is onboarding. So onboarding new employees is much easier done in person, especially if you're with a tech company or something that you need to really see and be hands-on. Um, so I don't think companies will completely get rid of the office, but they love the idea of not having a long-term lease. Um, all of our pricing is month to month. And so they're not locked in and they can modify. So, you know, they can bring down an office, they can add offices uh, if they need to. And then, you know, especially 2019 or 2020, we learned how important it is to really stay healthy. And so the fact that we have the wellness and the health aspect integrated right in your day-to-day work life, I think it's it's been really cool for us. And and watching people socialize in the space and, you know, still being distanced if they want to be distanced. But um, yeah, totally up to them. And we'll be back to the second half of our interview with Crystal in just a few moments. But first of all, I do want to remind you that you're listening this to this podcast Life sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Radio and Noble Home Loans. And streaming if you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429, equal housing opportunity. And we are back to finish up our interview with Crystal Popoff. She's the owner of the L offices. It's on the second story of the former Chicago music store. And in this part of the interview, we're going to hear about some of the cool things they're doing in that space to help uh, entrepreneurs like merchants and crafts and trades folks. And also some cool ideas that Crystal has for retaining talent here in the Tucson area as they graduate from the University of Arizona. And then you have made the decision to to use your space a little bit differently uh, because you've been supporting the community Uh, with a lot of events. Can you tell us kind of about what what those look like? So yeah, we're really passionate about supporting any kind of entrepreneur. So uh, for example, twice a month, we run a market or booth style event. One we call Women Wine Wednesday, and it is a shopping event. We feature about 40 uh, business owners that sell their unique products here. Um, We promote for them. It's free to the public. Um, But these are business owners that you know, they sold market to market, you know, they were very active in the community. And then in 2020, they basically had that taken away and they were tried to shift to online, but couldn't quite make it. And so now they, they, they need some of that shopping or, you know, that shopping experience and to be able to display their products. So we host that. We also have an indoor farmer's market, which we're really excited about. 
and we have um, Amaro Day. Is that am I pronouncing that right? Which is the school downtown. Um, we have we're able to give back to them as they help us with the farmers market. So we get to feature them, um, and we we're able to give some of the proceeds back to them. Um, and and th- that's again also entrepreneurs that are showcasing their products, and we can just promote and help them sell. Yeah, and we talked to Annette on you know just a couple of months ago specifically about some of those events. We didn't really get into the whole uh, co-working space and the thing, the opportunities you're doing there, but I was very impressed that with that collaboration with with Imago Day. In fact, we did an interview with them soon after and kind of learn more about their agricultural program and how they're working with these students. It's not just about, you know, selling produce. They have an, an entire program around helping the kids understand how to create the product, how to market yes. the product, and then how to sell and properly account for the product. So it's this whole thing that uh, has opened up and, you know, having a space like yours to do that, I think has been helpful for them. Well, we're happy to support them because um, that school and what they do, and, and you were the first one to, to talk about uh, that school to me. I didn't even know they existed, and they're right around the block. Um, but, I would, in fact, the last farmer's market, I was talking to one of their teachers, and, yeah, they're able to basically teach their kids e-commerce, which is you know, a skill you need to know today, but also to, like, understand that everything you buy is made, right? <laughs> Someone makes this. Um, and the, the appreciation of, of what you have um, from the person making it all the way through selling it, sometimes we forget that when we click on online and put it in a shopping cart and it shows up at our door. Um, and so to really appreciate that process at a really young age, I think every school should do that. And I, I will not argue with you there. And there's also, there's also other skill sets that, uh, you know, back to, to uh, the space and, and entrepreneurs, there's other skill sets, and I've seen uh, posted in their calendars of events where you're doing classes for uh, f- for your uh, your tenants there. And, and what are some of the things that, that entrepreneurs are learning through through the uh, the L offices? So my big focus for 2022 is to increase the amount of classes and um, really support and education to the people and the members in our space. So recently, which has been really awesome, we had a, a gal that, that joined us um, as a member who knows how to, how to really run a podcast, right, as we're talking here. But she's been doing it. She's been in the space for seven years, which is a long time in the podcast world. And she did uh, radio before that. So she knows how to you know, discover your podcast and your style, how to help market it, build it and then she'll also do editing on the back end as you start producing episodes and she's created a package and discounted it for members in the l we're getting ready to launch that in january Uh, we also have a gal that joined us that uh, her expertise is helping build nonprofits, set them up correctly and then also help get funding for people's business uh, through grants and how to research those grants and find that grant so really if you have a passion in helping the community and you're you have an idea, but you're not sure, number one, how to set it up and how to fund it. We want to bring that education to the business owners here. Because as you know, because this is you <laughs> and me, is we like to create business and we love our business. But what we like to see is impact on people. And so if if you can do do impact through through activities like this, um, where I can help, uh, help um, business owners better their 
business, but I can also create a nonprofit. One thing I really want to do is use this nonprofit to help retain some of our talent coming out of U of A. So I graduated from the College of Engineering. What did I do? Immediately move away. And I mean, it's just known in Tucson that we have such an amazing college here and amazing talent here. And most of our people move. And the city's been doing that at, at a level trying to bring in corporations. But I'd like to do that at a level of helping people get on, on their own right out of college if they want to. So a lawyer that graduates from the College of Law here, um, if they want to go on their own, how do they do it without it? So we'd like to set up either specific classes for them or even some grants to help push them through that. So a little bit different than Startup Tucson. Um, where people are starting their company, this is more of like retention and re, um, keeping our talent here. So it's something that I'm, I'm focused on for 2022. And you're you're working with like Startup Tucson on, on their remote Tucson project and other things, aren't you? Yes, we're donating for that because, again, we love people to move to Tucson and, and see this amazing city. So, yeah, we're donating. They have a remote Tucson, Tucson program, and I, you've probably talked all about it on your on your show, but we're happy to donate. Um, for all of the the winners of Remote Tucson that are coming here, um, we, we're donating four months of hopper space for them. Well, fantastic. Well, yeah. Cri- Crystal, thank you for your time today. We've got uh, Crystal, the owner of L Offices, on the top floor of the former Chicago music store, which may or may not be haunted. And uh, <laughs> and I, I understand now has a reliable elevator, even though for a while that may have been uh, in question. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, if you're out and about, I think you your the offices are open, right? Eight to five, they can just come in and take a look around. Yes, please stop in, say hi. We're along the streetcar, so you have no excuse. Come in Monday through Friday. Yeah, our front door is open eight to five. Just come in, say you want to see a tour. Um, you know, gra- grab a cup of coffee, and and we'd happy to see all of you that are part of the Tucson community. Thanks, Tom. That was Crystal Popoff. She is the owner of the L offices, and as I mentioned. I do uh, have a space in there. I use it uh, for my creative side as I'm preparing for the show or doing some writing. And um, I think it's a, it's a fun environment in which to be. And I really like what she's doing in the community. So I wanted to make sure we shared that. And I uh, hope you have an opportunity if you are in the area, maybe to stop in and check them out. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. We are on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM. And we're available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, while you're over getting your swag on, maybe you can also check out our um, donation button there and put a, a dollar or two into our recurring monthly budget. We'd really appreciate that. It's all on downtownradio.org. Uh, thank you again to Crystal Popoff of the L Offices for sharing some time with us today. And uh, next week, kind of excited. Uh, I say that every week, right? I'm kind of excited. I'm really excited. Uh, we have Chef Travis Peters coming on the show. They... Um, He's one of the owners of Parish. You may remember a few years ago he won um, one of those uh, Food Network shows. I think it was Guy's Grocery Games. He was one of the uh, big winners on that. And um, uh, he is one of those talented chefs here in Tucson that 
really add to our city of gastronomy resume. And uh, he and his partners are opening up a new place in the downtown area. It's called Delta. And I um, think it's going to be similar but different menu than, uh, than Parish. Same uh, region, but I think a uh, different emphasis is what I understand. They're opening up in the place that used to be run by Janos Wilder, the Downtown Kitchen and Cocktails. Um, we're hoping uh, to have him on for next Sunday. The uh, restaurant is due to open right around that time frame, and they're still working out a few of the uh, contract bugs and such. So our uh, goal is definitely have him on next Sunday, and um, looking forward to chatting with him about what we can expect in the downtown area for some new cuisine. Lots happening uh, in that regard. We have a new Italian restaurant, Perche No. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but there was a nice road up there of the owner that um, took over the Cafe Milano space, was just driving through town, and with his wife thought he was done with restaurants. He you know, had successful restaurants in other parts of the country, and saw this space and he said, you know, why not? And that's the, uh, the name of the restaurant in Italian, why not? And then you may have seen that La Chingata, the uh, restaurant that opened up in, uh, on Scott, had a huge explosive opening for the first year, uh, lines out the door, fairly small space. So they've actually moved over and taken the uh, cafe, um, where the Cafe Pococosa was. Once that uh, vacated, the La Chingata moved over there. And they've got some other concepts planned for downtown. So um, a lot happening in our culinary scene in the downtown area. And, uh, you know, that's all, uh, it's all exciting stuff. And if, you, if there's things out there that we should be talking about, things that uh, you are aware that we should be talking, uh, tell us. Contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Um, interact with us on Facebook, Instagram. Maybe tag us in something or direct message us. However you need to, the majority of our stories now are coming from your input. So we've been doing this for, I don't know, since 2017, I think, 2018. I don't know. It's been three or four years we've been doing this. Had a tremendous amount of, of wonderful guests on this show. And honestly, I don't think we've really scratched the surface. We, we start looking at that urban core from University of Arizona to A Mountain. And there is a ton of wonderful things happening in there. And, uh, you know, even some of the stories we covered, it's great to go back and, and hit them up again. Well, this has been another exciting episode for us here. This is episode 181, and uh, we're approaching the end of the year, so we'll do something fun for uh, the wrap-up there on the last show of the year. I think it's going to be uh, the day after Christmas. Uh, but until then, uh, again, if you, need, if you have any information, contact at lifealongthestreetcart.org. And in honor of our guest today, Crystal Popoff, the owner of the L offices who uh, came up with that name while being in Chicago. Uh, we're going to leave you with a little music today, and it's called The L Train. This is uh, music from Abby Houston. It's off of her 2021 album, Aha. And you're listening to The L Train. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.